who is the executive, well, not the executive director. He is the lead attorney of the ACLU of Hawaii. I'm sure the Super Funland Museum is not his thing. <laughs> well, is he going to be listening to the show tonight? No, I mean, he's, I oh, know good. he won't, but like, it's just kind of funny because like this, I know a Daniel, Gl- I mean, how many Daniel Glucks are there? At least two, I think. Yes. Do we know that now? Yes. Looks like we're live. We're all, our handsomeness is uh, streaming, or mine at least. I'm posting. Excellent. I'm posting there. Okay, where people may see us on Twitter or the Clove or the Facebooks. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, I can't even. I, Rick, seriously? Okay. You're frozen. <laughs> Me? Time. We should just have you do the show that way. I'm frozen? Mm hmm. I just leave it. It's pretty good. It's good looking frozen. <laughs> is, one of your fingers is up, but it's all right. Is and your mouth is one wide open. <laughs> hey, Brian Frober, how are you doing tonight? We got Rod McLarge. Like, Hello, Hello, lad. lad. Rod McLarge. Hello, lad. Tonight is, uh, we have a theme night for our cocktails. Yes. Mark, tell us about the theme night. Yes. So tonight we are uh, having Quarantinis with Jim Bodini. <laughs> Quarantini Jim Bodini. Yes. This is where you uh, make a martini with whatever is in your house. You know, the, in- the ingredients of, uh, oh, I call it the components of food. Like my wife's like, what are we going to eat? And I'm like, well, what components do we have? And then we'll marry it all together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this martini is um what are these things called these are like giant what in, do you know these things it's it's they're like um es, uh, i call them escapers but they're oh capers right oh yeah giant giant capers yeah uh capers that fall off of your bagel are escapers so feel feel free to share that excellent <laughs> i don't know it's a cold open, so don't expect anything. Wait, are you going to play something during this cold open that's cool? Uh, yeah, I was just going to wait for like three other people to join. We're doing okay. pretty good. I hope so everybody like is 200? staying healthy. Yeah, we got our quarantinis, dude. Andy Baldwin, uh, he'd like to see our quarantinis. Mine is uh, basically vodka. And I did have a French martini, but it was too sweet. So I got rid of it. Uh, mine's a dirty quarantini. <laughs> I'm out of olives. I should have gotten olives. I but they were, you know. I just made an old fashioned. Nice. So it's classy. Old fashioned teeny. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It could, yeah. There's <laughs> something. Yeah. Something. Let me find out. Let me, hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> Tonight, everything is a quarantini. It doesn't matter what it is. <sighs> True. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, uh, we're on mute. Everything's great. We're on mute. Great. Now my phone. I mean, I tur- I unplugged Alexa. Oh yeah, my I, my phone is somewhere around here I too. Disabled Google and <laughs> and I told Siri to go to hell. So we're good. Yes. <laughs> I made a special effort not to open up my soundboard tonight, so I don't need to worry about. I any. like your soundboard. No, you wouldn't like it on this show. <laughs> well, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I do. You only do. need you only need one engineer, <laughs> sure. right? One producer. We actually we're I'm, we're looking for a producer. Uh, okay, producer. 
producer. It's, hey, I, I produced the show. <laughs> Remember that yeah. time when we had Nolan Bushnell on and you were wondering how we were going to close the show? <laughs> Thank God you woke up. <laughs> that was because I, I fucking woke up and closed the show. <laughs> We were so lucky. Oh, my gosh. I did not even know that he'd fallen asleep because I had minimized his window. <laughs> or he cleaned Maybe it. if you don't see it, no one else will. Right. <laughs> well, I wanted to focus on Nolan and then give him my full attention. So that worked. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's. Uh, oh, crap. I just reorganized my desktop. It's a bunch of stuff. I have this, this has to be over this, here. Uh, COVID nineteen, it's affecting everything, including Adam's desktop. Uh, right. You got a virus <laughs> on your laptop. <laughs> there's, it turns out there's no cure for it right now. Oh. Mm. Apparently, uh, COVID nineteen is the uh, common cold derivative. Am I correct? No, so, it's. Is it? <laughs> it is a cold derivative. Oh. So, That's part of what makes it so dangerous. Because there's no vaccine for the common cold. Well, we never we never really worked on one, right? So because people get colds and they get better, so we don't really worry about it. Whereas the flu vaccines were going on for a while, which why H one N one wasn't it was bad, but like we kind of were already partway down that pathway. We just needed different markers. But the cold is a kind of different beast. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one to say the least. Mm. At least, so, am I supposed to have I anything actually, queued up for like back to the cade? Uh, oh, you don't have to. There's a you video. Whatever you want. I'll get that queued up. That's fine. Um, it's funny. I actually caught the swine flu in 2009. I was in uh, the University of Minnesota marching band, and we were all sharing doors and other things that we touched, and so. There was even this thing that we would do when we'd walk out of the men's locker room. We would slap like this poster. And so that was a mistake. We should not have been doing that. <laughs> like 40 of us got totally sick. And so uh, it was either that or I was at Augie's in downtown Minneapolis. Has anybody been to Augie's? There seems to be a theme here. So is this why you moved to, to Texas? No. Exactly. Sick much in Minnesota? no. That was six years before I moved. So Just anyway, okay. I was at Augie's and uh, this one stripper totally like shoved my head into her and then i'm like i hope nobody else has been here and then literally two days later i got sick so i can't figure out if it was the marching band or it was Augie. either the swine flu or gonorrhea but swine flu. oh shit i don't know we i don't even know if all that one the swine flu yeah and you know what this will be the one episode my mom listens to Hello, Mrs. Coyer, <laughs> Stevens. Coyer, okay, good. I'm just making sure. It could be an episode that a lot of people. Actually, she changed her name because she got remarried, so she can claim anonymity. She doesn't have to freaking know. Right. <laughs> doesn't matter who I am. That's why I change my name every week. <laughs> who are you this week? Do you guys remember the game Shuffle Puck Cafe for the Mac? Yes. And and one of your opponents was an alien with a cocktail. He was yes. He was super good until you beat him like two or three times because he took and a then drink. He got more and more drunk. Actually, yeah. until he beat you three or four times, right? Because he would beat you, yeah. take a drink, and he'd get successively worse. That was a great game. It was an awesome game. They should turn that into an arcade game. 
For sure. Sounds like Chug Monkey on Mega Touch. Oh my god. If you haven't played Shuffle Puck Cafe, you are missing out. Let's talk to Wyo. Maybe he could make something. There's a Famicom version too. There was one for the Famicom, so you can actually play it on an NES. It's just like a regular arcade game when he makes it, except for it's sticky and it smells like vomit. So gross. (laughs) We're ripping. Oh my god, some of these songs are awful. Oh, come on. I, I tried to focus on hair bands, dude. Uh, well, that's good, because we haven't had a hair band theme in, all, in forever. So. Right. I'll have, so I'll have to tell Susan to listen tonight. Yeah, oh, she, yeah she'd probably like that. You know. Yeah, so. Oh, and i got to make sure to put the right one of that. Well, Did you put 11 in? I might have to choose a different. There, there are 11, yes. I think so. Okay. All right, well, let's, uh, I'll worry about that in a minute. we got plenty to talk about. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. We yeah, should get, what's going on? We should get this uh, podcast uh, going so everybody can listen to it. Okay, Chris. <laughs> Sad. Sad. <laughs> You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon old man one of my new favorite uh, lines from a movie is the end of uh, Indiana Jones where we have the best people working on it what best people or the, what? no we have people working on it what people the best people because it plays at the end of the game every time of Indiana Jones pinball <laughs> they wheel the little cart off into the distance nice alright here we go
Oh, hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 12 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, March 19th, 2020, and the time is approximately now 7.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Adam Social Distancenberg. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark. Time to run and wash your hands, shields, and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor, expert self-isolator, Brian Thurston Howell, Armitage the Third, and joining us tonight, long time host and contributor of the Arcade Hangout Podcast, the world's longest running live arcade podcast so far, and the Rockola Eyes Arcade Game world record holder, ladies and germs, we are pleased to present to you Mr. Jim Bodini. Hello, hello. Oh, yes, yes. Hey, Minnesota. Uh, golf clap. Like right? Well, Minnesota natives, Mark. You're, yeah. you're... Uh, hey, I'm married into it, so I'm half in. <laughs> All right. Ah. One of my body parts is definitely in Minnesota. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> Brian is still frozen. <laughs> That's from the chat. Right. It, it froze on a really crystal clear image of him, yeah. though. Right. So, so. He might as well just leave his it. mouth. I can yeah. turn it on and off. If you want me to like read that up? I mean, no, we can no. get some expression here. They'll, you do what you want to do. But this is and pretty funny. And the audio sounds great too. Yeah, yeah. crystal clear. You sound great. It's like you're you're like a news anchor, and yeah. you're you're, in the you're field. talking to someone in the field yeah. that uh, you know the weather's really bad or yeah. something. Yeah, I'm actually a ventriloquist. I can like <laughs> speak without moving my lips. So actually, I am moving there. I'm just practicing this new talent. You know, mm. that's good times. All right, let's start with what you've been working on. Why don't we kick it off with Mark Shields? Damn it. <laughs> well, I have been slowly working on my elevator action, which is in a jungle hunt cabinet. I actually have two of them in my garage. I rebuilt the base, so I'm learning how to work with the wood. And um, I haven't decided if I'm going to transplant the good stuff out of one into the other one or I'm going to make them both work or whatever. I mean, ideally, I think I should at least try to get one like beautiful and then the other one good enough to sell to somebody. So anyway... That's that's really all I've been doing. I got black paint on my leg and it won't come off. Oh, that's always uh, fun. I got blue paint yeah. on my carpet and I had to replace the carpet. <sighs> what do you uh, think? You should get black black carpet. Problem solved. I guess I'll go next on that because it's a good segue. I actually have new carpet in my console room. The console room's coming around nicely. So I just bought this sort of uh, teak Danish uh, entertainment center thing that is housing all of my uh, vintage televisions and boom boxes. So I have this sort of display in there now. And so I have this old MGA uh, Mitsubishi TV. Uh, I found the remote, uh, which is like a six-button remote, 1978 that TV was made in. So, uh, and I've got my RF modular hooked up. I got my GameCube going, and I just tested out a uh, super breakaway Pong-like game. Uh, so it has plays Breakout, plays a video pinball, and it plays a version of basketball that's horrible. Um, mm. But it's super, super fun. Uh, that's also like vintage 1975. Uh, it's a yeah. Sears telegame. It's beautiful. Uh, I should post some pictures on the Arcade Radio Facebook page. Uh, I haven't, haven't had a whole lot of time to work on the arcade, but I did add um, to the basement four uh, theater chairs. So fully uh, rec- you know, power reclined, LED lit theater chairs and i've already watched a couple movies down there it's super fun 
Uh, and I have five and six arcade games in the two new arcade rooms. And um, with Brian's help, I have expanded the arcade. So we're we're looking forward to opening when the uh, curve flattens from COVID-19, you know, mm. here at Adam's Arcade. And you'll notice tonight I am not wearing an arcade radio T-shirt. I think it's the first time I have uh, not worn an arcade radio T-shirt in probably a couple seasons. Um, I'm 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 wearing the shirt that I wore at the time that I was at your party with Jimbo, <laughs> and we took that and we took that. Uh, that's I was gonna wear the jacket, but it's hot because I'm in Texas. That was, so. That's a good photo. That was fun. You had the that Polaroid camera going around. Yeah. Well, it, it only took like 15 minutes for that that old Polaroid to can, come. Can out. anybody guess why? I'm, yeah, I know it was hilarious. You shake it like a Polaroid picture. So. Can anyone why guess why I'm wearing the Goonies t-shirt? Is it because Jimbo was live streaming the Goonies game last Friday? No, that, that's just a coincidence. I didn't actually is think it? of that. But it, yeah, it is, uh, which is yeah, cool. I, I would like to believe that's why he's wearing it. Was it because of Corey Feldman's new uh, release that just came out where he talked about all the people who touched him? Or no? No. Oh, no. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Oh, keep that's, going. You know, it's, oh, my God. It's yep. just, what Everybody is, who touched him got a free Goonies shirt. Oh, <laughs> it has to do with COVID-19. And, and there's a saying that I always like to use from the film uh, because I, I feel like it's a mantra for the Generation X um, uh, kids that grew up with this type of thing. But uh, the, the, the thing I love about this movie the most is, is the Goonies mantra, which is Goonies never say die. So hang in there, stay healthy, and never say die. Okay, all right. That's that's why I'm wearing it. Super, super. I strong. like it. That's what I'm wearing it. Uh, speaking of dying and people in hospitals, Brian, what are you up to? Yeah, uh, when I'm trying to stay out of the hospital as much as possible, um, it's actually kind of funny right now. So they have us on just a little aside on this uh, trauma thing where we basically go in, operate, and then leave. And we've been told not to stick around, not to be around people. And because uh, they don't want us getting sick because we're the people who are doing the surgery. So uh, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like your my dream job. Don't have to deal with all the bullshit. Just show up, operate, and then get to go home. <laughs> nice. But well, Adam just pulled a John Jacobson. He asked you what's new, and then he walked away. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He'll do so, that at least four times. Just Well, uh, let's see. So let's see if somebody in the chat can guess. Like, we, we did this before with you guys. You guys know what this is. But we'll see ow. if anybody in the chat knows kind of okay, what this guys. is. So here you go. Now, that neck board's a little bit of a giveaway that it has well, to do with the mon- It has to do with the monitor, so we know that. But I mean, you know, that's that's not too much of a giveaway. So that's one of the projects. So I will I will say it now because the guys will have a little delay here that we are working on um, our my Pat nine thousand getting the thirteen inch amplifone going. So that's something that we've been assembling. I have scanned. Actually, I've got the other piece up here. Let's see. I've got like all sorts of fun toys. Is what happens when I'm at the shop. Ah. Here's another thing that we've worked uh. on. Actually, we've stripped this down, scanned it. And this is should the be world's done. worst Pac-Man daughter board. Okay. No, this is no. actually a Valley <laughs> 14 ROM board, which I expect to have these in hand next week. So <laughs> this can become chicken shift. Nice. Did you just oh, call me chicken cool. shit? You chicken. What? Yeah. No. I'm uh, bring it. Chip. Man, bring it. Shift. I am tired of your lip. Uh, you know what? I'm tired of your attitude on this show. I have way too much attitude. You, uh, let's see. You can suck it, I, Trebek. You could just suck it. 
I just wow. picked up uh, my Centaur from Mark, who repaired it, and yeah, have been can... having a blast playing that game, which is very welcome. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, by the so, way. new new play field. And send all your board repairs to Mark, Time Runner. There you go. <laughs> and, just, uh, just whole pinball machines. I will get them out in three to four years. Yeah, let's not get, get Mark Shields confused with Mark Meyer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Mark Meyer, local uh, operator, technician, uh, actually really not really an operator, pretty much the lead technician at uh, Lieberman Companies here in town, retired. And now one of his favorite things to do is to do pinball swaps for people. So uh, play field swaps. So Man. if you... Wow. Am I spilling? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> he did my Xenon and, you know, I did Brian Centaur. Which I call doesn't nice. that take like doesn't that take like thirty or like like twenty thirty hours to do? Isn't it a ridiculous amount of time? He, he told me that he spent forty hours on the centaur. Ugh. but yours was Whoa. two centaurs. So what is so for like forty hours of of your time? What would you? What would be? What's a price? Like what's well, a, not talk, let's not, not, I don't. I don't want to say what he's charging because then yeah. everybody's going to be bringing pinball machines to Minnesota. Mm. So I got. I have four uh, more that I, need to get done. Yeah. So that'll give you an idea of the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when that's done, we'll discuss the price. <laughs> well, okay. Does that really give you an idea of the price when we're talking about, you know, an orthopedic surgeon here? I'm not really so sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bill Gates. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, philanthropist. Jeff, uh, Jeff Bezos, dude. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I don't know. And finally, the last thing I'm working on is I just got in my ruins for the uh, Path of Adventure from my Indiana Jones that I picked up. Sup, so they, uh, they have these like special ruins like guides instead of the red plastic. And so it looks like the uh, like the rocks and the the glyphs from the movie. It's really cool. Oh, that I is cool. Spent way too much money on that. Susan saw that bill and that was not a good night. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks awesome. So... There we go. <laughs> RK Jason in the chat. And Steve Taki. Jason has been doing some freaking amazing stuff lately. I mean, we gotta we need to get him on the show. We, we can't, I can't even touch it's, the it's stuff. It's nonstop been doing Facebook posts of like new things that he new new set of boards I'm that like, he hey, is on. You know, uh, Jason might be making a little bit of triac board for the APBs. Uh De- I said the- <laughs> he just learned how not to sleep. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I don't think he ever slept. He learned. Yeah, I think he. I think he finally picked up Eagle. Mm. Jason was That's, one of the kind fellows who text messaged me in the middle of the night when I woke up from all the alcohol converting to sugar in my system uh, on the night Nolan Bushnell was at the show. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I actually have an original copy of that video. If anybody wants it, just uh, text me later. I also have. What, a, do, what do you call that cut? I call that. Uh, I have a re- lawyer retained. If you do that, the, I call hey. it the, sl- the sleepies cut. Yep. Sleepies. Hey, Mark, we can make T-shirts. Yes, <laughs> they all look. They all look like this. <laughs> oh God! And then just put arcade radio. I guess I opened my mouth, didn't I? Okay, so anyway, a little bit, a little bit. just a little. Bit. All right, moving on to the guest, what he might have been or not working on, Jim Bodini, Mister. James Dindorf, welcome to the show again. And uh, so, what have you been working on? Uh, a, f- a few things actually. It, it's it's crazy because I hadn't 
for a long time had any projects, but I just, and I know Marquis blown up. I just finished restoring Gap Plus behind me. Nice. Um, and I was super excited. Actually, that's the quickest restore I've ever done um, that I'll get to the reason for. I'll get to in a second, but okay. I, I hammered that out in two months. Wow. It had a broken off corner. Um, I did laminate, did the full vinyl set. Um, and what? part of the reason that I wanted to get that done quickly is because uh, for um, Christmas, Carrie, uh, that you had on, bought me a uh, Galga 88 board uh, mm. that I had on my want list for since like Grinker's 3. And uh, so I put a JAMA switcher in there since that's a JAMA board and got a JAMA adapter for Gap Plus. And so I've got both of those in there right now. So I finished that. And then um, when Carrie was up like two or three weeks ago, we I've wanted to, for the longest time, put up brick peel and stick wallpaper because I'm in an apartment and I'm sick of a white wall. Mm. So he lined up the the whole this whole wall. I wish I could show you, but like it goes well, I can, can kind of it goes from way off into oh, man. a kitchen area all the way over to where like my TV is. So that was a full day's worth of work. And then wow. I added Oh, go ahead. How many pieces of uh, of that is involved. So, so they come in. Uh, it's 196 inches by 17, and it's vertical. So you're working with a strip like this. So, so I bought ele- I bought 11 rolls. Okay. And they're they're about 14 bucks a, a pop. 196 divided by 12. Carry the one. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know. 16 feet. Jesus. <sighs> yeah, so it's actually about so it's about 32 feet. So I ended up with one extra roll. We only had to redo one, so we it was like the perfect amount of peeling, and and it doesn't leave a residue. So if I ever want to remove it, it doesn't leave anything. It's basically like your your adhesive vinyl, you know. Nice, so cool. So we we spent a whole day doing that, and then I bought um, LED tape strips to go behind all my games to backlight them and then i can control the colors and stuff you know if i wanted red oh or, my god yeah, yeah. or, or that you know, is if you tight. want to cycle through them you can you know whatever but i like i ended up liking coincidentally i was going to do red because i was like grinkers is awesome yes, i like the red of course me too for some reason that's for some reason might... that doesn't bring out brick very well so i ended up with this color it's like teal you know what you're right you're right uh it does not um, like a like a cooler color actually complements it more than yeah. than red. So the, my new chairs in the basement have blue LEDs and they're not changeable. So I'm going to probably figure out how to do that because you know you should be able to change them. So uh, but the the arcade lights I change them to red all the time uh, because of Grinkers. I love that. It looks oh, it's so good and it it doesn't take anything you can see and yeah. it doesn't take anything away from that dark atmosphere. Right, right. I totally so agree. Perfect for that but i was so surprised as soon as i turned on red it like washed all the brick out yeah so i'm like hmm yeah it's sad yeah it's interesting too because carrie ran into the same thing with her garage she ended up liking she's got leds um on her the the roof of her garage and she uses like a blue and that seems to work better than anything else so we both ended up on a different uh color scheme than we originally thought but Hmm. But yeah, it just it changes everything so much. I love it every time. Like I'm still not entirely used to it. I walk in, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> I just that's about uh, all I've got. How, so, so Carrie was on the show, uh, one of the few female guests on the show. We love her. She's awesome. She doesn't suck. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's that's Very her guest. Uh, I don't know what to say after that. But anyways, we, what what I like about her is is that she she's the type of girl that doesn't take any shit, and she she holds her own on on every subject. I love it. Uh, she's good for you. When are you merging this this corporation? Oh, what? <laughs> well, well. As of right now, I have no desire to move to California. Oh, God, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> but uh, especially right I just now, lost my voice entirely, <laughs> I, and I'm out of booze. Um, but no, uh, it's, she's oops. listening right now, laughing her ass off. Yeah. Oh, she totally is. She, yeah. Um, we. This is the question we get asked all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, we're both flexible people. What it comes down to is just our careers. And we're both we're both in law, like we both work for the government, um, yeah, yeah. for the court system. So it's just you know, I honestly uh, I look on average probably twice a month to see what's out out there in terms of something that's identical to what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and um, and I know she checks periodi- periodically too. So we're not in a super hurry because honestly, this has been working really well for us um, for the last three and a half years now. Yeah, it's great. So, I just love yeah. seeing you guys together. You're a great couple. Uh, so best yeah, of luck to you guys. Of- um, yeah. So uh, you, anything else that you got that you wanted to share about the working on bit? Um, the only thing is that I've, I've, I'm getting ready to re- rearrange a few things. I actually, I, if I had known that, I should have known that we were going to be talking about eyes at some point tonight. Because <laughs> I eyes. Oh and shit! It's, me, it's further down the row, and you can't even see it now. Um, so, so I just oh, rearranged the lineup. But part of the reason is I need to move Cheyenne out of the way because I'm getting ready for my first pinball machine to to move in here. I see a lot it's of midways to together. I like that. Grouping. Yeah, that wasn't planned. Really? Uh, so part of the reason for my lineup is there's only a few, con- and, and I'm sure you guys can relate. But monitors play differently with other monitors. And some like to be next to each other. Some games like to be next to each other, and others don't. And this lineup, for whatever reason, works. None of the games have an issue. Now, if I put, like, Eyes has a 4600 in it. Huh. If I put that next to a Vision Pro, it starts dancing all over the place. The screen starts doing hulas and all kinds of weird stuff. Nice. Uh, the 4900 in Cheyenne uh, does not like to be next to... Um, a lot of the other games, mostly, I'm guessing, because the orientation of the monitor is, you know, it's it's facing up. And so when you put something that's that's a different orientation next to it, it you get, um, it's, it's not the end of the world, but you get these, um, I have OCD when it comes to monitors, and so it, you get these, this little faint vertical black line going, cycling down the screen. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so it plays really well against with the midway games right, for whatever reason. Um, so that's just that's just how it is. K seven thousands are tanks; they can whatever they can do whatever. But for whatever reason, forty sixes and Vision Pros don't like each other. Um, wow, I actually don't like my forty six. I, I so if you could, uh, maybe this is totally off track, but if you could change out a forty six hundred for any other monitor, well, G O seven done. 
Yeah, but Geo7s are hard to come by. Really? Oh hard. my god, I have so many. Do you really? Can you send me one? Maybe uh, I, I can send you a chance. Go ahead. Anyway, we've had this argument before, or this theory that monitor supply, like types of monitors, is a territorial thing because she just got her first. You know, she's got more games than I do. She has like twenty some games, and she just got her first Geo Seven in Hell a game. Way. Yeah, she's I'm got you, like she's got like fifteen forty nine hundreds. I had never even had a forty nine hundred until like five years ago. Forty nine hundreds, man. Forty nine hundreds are pretty common, though. So. They are, but like I had never even. It just must have just been a fluke thing because <laughs> um, I only had like two as of like five years. Now I have a few more, but I had way more Geo sevens. So what's but your? Then again, she doesn't have very many Midway games, and Midway games love Geo sevens. What's your so. favorite Wells Gardner monitor? Mm. Mm. Seven thousand. K7, but I mean they're so common, right? They're easy to repair. Yeah, and they have really good controls and adjustments, and they're True. yeah they're easy to repair. Really good, rock solid monitors. There's not like it's kind of like Geo7s in that regard that there there's only so many things that can go wrong. It's really well documented, and you can I, rebuild I them really easily. The one, but like a step down from that was probably for me is like the 4900. It's like mm-hmm. the 7000 took all the best components of the 4900. And then added really awesome controls because they figured out because they did a couple of iterations of the forty nine hundred, and uh, you know they had all the different dials and controls on the back, and sometimes they were not, you know, they weren't fully featured. There's different forty nine hundreds that have like all the horizontal yeah, there's vertical like controls. Three variations. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some that some don't. Some have terminals. Some have pots. Yeah, yeah. Some don't. Some yeah. And so they sort of grew that line, and then they're like, "Screw it, let's just build this whole new thing." And the seven Ks came out, and they're they're pretty awesome. They are. I like having um, uh, all the contrast adjustments and the bright. Like there's there's yeah. a lot of really you can really dial the colors in real easily. Um, now some people like Buffett will argue that the Sanyos are are better, but um, yeah. and and they are nice monitors. But other than Nintendo games, you know, I don't run across a lot of Sanyos. Yeah. And the 7000s are, are fantastic. They're so easy to swap tubes on. And I think that's why the 19-inch chassis now have become such a hot commodity because everyone wants to do tube swaps. And they're like the easiest one to do a tube swap for. Yeah. Especially, and and, and the, I, I would say even the r- more rare, like I've started, hoard, not hoarding, but I started saving neck boards as I come across them because the skinny neck ones that's the most common one. You're going to crack a, a TV open and you're going to find this, the, the CR 31 or whatever it is. Oh, I don't know and about that. I find those tons of CR 23s. Really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's like, I mean, almost every TV I crack open seems to have a CR 23. Wow. We should, we should like trade back and forth. Cause all I find are the skinny ones. Yeah. I, I have a couple of skinny, uh, skinny ones. The CR 31s that I don't have tubes for. Oh, wow. Shit. We're off track. Okay. Wow. We got to get it on track. We're so far over time right now. To the uh, news. All right, here we go. Good evening. The arcade news, arcades, pinball, industry alumni, arcade openings, collecting, celebrities, world record holders, operators, coin op, conventions, new products and gadgets, gamers, the arcade news. Germans. I'm Adam Stevens. We interrupt the ventilator. And now, the arcade news with Brian McLeod. 
Welcome to the Arcade News. We have a couple of interesting articles tonight. The first one is from Blue Loop. The Museum of Sex offers the Super Funland exhibit. It's an interactive hell? installation featuring 13 humorously explicit games and amusements. I, it was, you know, they said humorously explicit, and it was like more disturbingly explicit. Did you guys look at this video? Uh, yeah, there's no. pictures. It's not safe did for work. See, it's so good. The do you see the glory stall? Oh yeah, I mean, like they literally have like it's called yeah glory stalls, and like these little uh, dildos pop out through the holes, and, oh my and God. people are grabbing them. Mom, could you please uh, just not listen to the show anymore? Well, please. and then they've got like you know instead of the uh, the um, like fortune teller, they've got like RuPaul speaks, <laughs> and it's really RuPaul. That's hey, the best guys, oh, Rajav Shravan so, is asking RuPaul for the link. Knows all fortune telling. I, you know, I mean, I guess you know, whatever. I, right. it, it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of funny. Um, there's some novelty in there. You know, it's right. fun. There's a biometric kissing booth, a 4D tunnel of love. I'm not sure what you're smelling, but you know, it's it's a little it's a little disturbing. I mean, it's a little interesting and a little disturbing all at once. <laughs> uh, moving on closed. to the next uh, episode of Arcade Radio. Yeah, no, we're not talking about episodes of Arcade Radio, are we? Oh my god, <laughs> we're not going back to the uh, the butt yeah. model one. Oh, no. uh, so, anyways, uh, in moving on in the news, because yeah. we're behind and we need to catch up, so Adam always gives me these looks. Uh, so, uh, the next thing is uh, basically a movie. Uh, so, insert coin reveals an arcade nostalgia uh, re- revels in our arcade nostalgia. Oh god, uh, chronicling. Uh, making of a number of different arcade games. This kind of going through, uh, it's a, a new film, provides an oral history of the Midway games, uh, as well as Williams games, goes through creation of NBA Jam, Wait Smash a minute. TV. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, make, a making of arcade games. It's a making of arcade game movies, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. speaking quickly. Yes, you are. Um, and and so you, you haven't even been drinking, which is... <laughs> You know, I don't. Are you on? I take your medicine. I I can't for another seven days, and then I can drink for two days, and then I can't drink again for another like ten days. You need a a Um, job. Who sets those rules? One that doesn't make you sick. One that makes me feel like the way I feel when I'm with you. (laughs) Oh man. So one of the things I thought was interesting, and I'm going to make a couple of comments here that are going to make Adam so happy. So they talk about taking real video footage and making. Uh, that they shot in a quote, this is the best part, make shit studio. There was a little misspelling here. Instead of makeshift, they've got their make shit studio. Um, but what I thought was interesting was this is the same technology they used in what game was that? There was some game Adam really loved. Uh, oh, that's right, Exterminator. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat and a bunch of other games. <laughs> so anyways, um, interesting article. We'll, we'll post it up in the, in the chat uh, and you can check it out. Um, hey, maybe we uh, can reskin Exterminator to have like Lysol wipes and toilet paper. <laughs> I don't know. They, somebody's gonna put, you know, somebody's gonna put something up that's gonna be like in a video game repurposed like that, where mm-hmm. there's like competing for those things. Um, I did see actually a really funny on uh, Twitter. I should have grabbed this. Somebody had taken there. Was some lady like passed out in an airport in this funny pose, with, like one leg out and the other leg yes. underneath, and they like. You know, edited that into uh, Mortal Kombat, which is kind of funny. Um, 
she, she was kind of like she was kind of like like, like yeah like, like, like this. don't go too and, far we'll I see can't. stuff we don't want to uh, well, I'm, I am. My my legs are rolled up here, so it's like whatever's going to happen. Hey, where's happen. the crotch light? I haven't seen the crotch light in weeks. Hold on, I'm going to turn it on. Hold on. So <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm going to now touch on a couple of new products quickly, so we can move on to the back of the cade. Um, I will actually mention one old product and one new product. For those of you, it says shameless self-promotion. I apologize. We got in 32 boxes of uh, flybacks. So, like, everybody's out of K7000s and everything. If you want to work on monitors, we've got flybacks. So, check out the site if you want that. And then the other shameless self-promotion is, as I pointed out earlier, we will have chicken shift, hopefully in about a week. Uh, so if people are looking for Senti games, um, we're going to have it. The 14-round board actually plays almost all the Senti games except for the prototypes and the four-player hat trick. Paradise Aside, Arcade Shop! Yep, from Paradise Arcade Shop. And I will say one more thing. For those of you who have not looked at Jason's channel, you have got to go see Jason's channel. Because the stuff Cop? he's working on now, Jason Cop is like Arcade Jason. We had him on the show once. Awesome. I mean, it's it like... I can't say enough. Every t- I am trying to avoid his channel because I spend like an hour or two watching all the stuff oh, he's doing every time I get on there. So uh, if you oh, have the my time, my Facebook feed is just like constant go. posts about like new products that he's. Uh, I'm like that, that he's doing. It's amazing. Here, here's like, the normally th- I would be like, oh, you post too much. I'm going to hide you. And then, but it, but then like, oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you start watching. You're like, no, I can't. Damn it! It's like a half hour. It's a good <sighs> half hour video. You know what? Uh, here's the 22nd board I've been working on this week, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Exactly. Yeah, here's a new shipment. Yeah. So, uh, the he, children it, from China made. <laughs> All right. He is sending me um, a couple of boards that I'm going to be doing a color vector uh, setup for Asteroids Deluxe and Battlezone soon. So, we'll, we'll get on that, and I'll get some videos of that when it gets going. But, yeah. That's All it. right. Uh, and Adam needs the You Got Asteroids sound bit from a soundbite from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. You got asteroids? <laughs> no, but my dad does. I, lo- the toilet I need to use that. I need to use that. I should just send you my entire library. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That'd be great. I mean, I mean, yes, <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> all right. Okay. I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back, back to, to the, the cave, cave with, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> yes, Doc. No, no, it's temporal mechanics, Doc. It's not <laughs> gravity. Hey, welcome to Back to the Cave. Today we will venture back to a certain date in 1989, but we're not going to talk about it. First of all, we're going to... We're going to sit back and relax. Is this Eyewitness News Nightcast story? I think they called, like, they had, like, night, night, they used to have, like, Eyewitness News, like, from 10 to 10.30 or 9 to 9.30, depending on your time zone. And then they would have, like, an extra show because they didn't have Jimmy Kimmel yet. Anyway, so the, they had this thing <laughs> called Nightcast, and they made this article, this, like, video article about video games. They interviewed people in public. They were touching each other. They were touching joysticks, ah. buttons. Hey, you remember, remember what that was like? Remember, remember you could hit the play button? 
Remember that? <laughs> uh, Adam, could you play us a little, uh, you know, a little snip of that audio? It's really good. <laughs> so those space invaders are getting the better of you, eh? And the only yeah. way you can beat Pac-Man is to unplug the machine. Well, have we got the answer for you? Yeah. Nightcast reporter Pam Harper is standing by with a live eye and her Nightcast Extra. Everything that they you had need to do it live to Let's win do it the live. next video game. We can hardly wait, Pam. Well, Dave, as all the people here know, and anyone who's ever played video games knows, it takes a while to get the hang of any of them. But there are ways that you can stretch your video player to rack up more points and make your games last longer. We consulted a variety of experts and players and spent quite a few quarters to find the winning strategy. Okay, so I just have to say, this is an yeah. awesome video. I'm going to post it in the chat because I did not stream it because the audio would just be out of sync. But every other game is a Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. It's freaking hilarious. I love it. I'm sorry, what? There was one? Oh, shoot. What? Okay. Yeah, check that out, you guys. I'll play a little bit more of this, and then we'll get to it. Techno. Ooh, Space War. Tail Gunner. Vectors. There are dozens of different video games running the electronic gamut from A to Z, with every conceivable form of devilish monsters that'll quickly devour you and your quarters if you're not careful. And judging from the numbers, the monsters are winning. Researchers estimate Americans spent up to $8 billion on video games last year. God dang it. $8 billion. Wait, wait till she talks about how much centipede makes per week. Okay, okay, right. That's more than they spent on any other form of entertainment. And they're not just kids' games. More and more adults are getting into the video habit. I play at least five days a week. At least once a day, somewhere With my someplace, dick. I'll play the video game. <laughs> just couldn't resist. The game that started this machine madness was Space Invaders back in 1978. Its popularity revolutionized the video game industry. The players figured out pretty quickly how to wipe out the attacking green aliens. And by the end of 1980, Space Invaders was getting blasted out of first place by asteroids. In this game, your ship must destroy floating rocks and shooting spaceships awesome game. they destroy you. The controls here are much more complex, but again, the strategy is fairly simple to figure out. When all the asteroids... Yeah, first thing is go buy a high-score saves kit and turn that thing into a deluxe. ...with a friend scored more than 2 million points gives this advice. Try to throw away all the rocks and just leave one slow one at the end. Then you wait for those ships to come out and hit those. You get more points by doing that than hitting all the rocks. Two more tips. Stay in the center and use hyperspace only in emergencies because... Only in emergencies. When you reappear yes. on the screen. It's interesting. They're talking about asteroids, but they have Asteroids Deluxe up on the screen. ...thousand points on asteroids. Still one of the most popular games in any arcade. An even more successful creature game is Centipede. It's been one of the top money makers ever since it was introduced 10 months ago. An average machine has been bringing in $225 a week. One that seems to attract a lot of women. In fact, it was designed by a woman at Atari. It's fast moving. It's exciting. 
felt like you were shooting to kill someone. This is the only game I play. You must try to blast. Okay, I just, I'm going to cut that off there, but that is one of the best videos we played all season. I agree. I, it's so good. Uh, I put the, the link in the chat. Go check it out. Uh, watch it a few times. Very, very good. Thanks, Mark. That is... What would be... What, $225 a, a week, she said, right? Yeah, For, so that's uh, 200, what would 450 that be today? That's uh, $900 a month. You, oh, you two In two months, you'd have your machine paid off, right? Assuming you're paying about two grand for the machine. I wonder what that translates you know, like with the deluxe raw thrills games like Big Buck Hunter HD or some of these other ones. Like how quickly do they because those are what, like five grand or whatever. Oh, yeah. And don't even talk to me about like uh, Call of Duty. How I much mean, money was it per week? Fifteen thousand dollars for the game. No, no. Per per week for Centipede, do you recall? I just said two hundred fifty. Which I, which I think is low, so, actually. So I plugged it into the inflation calculator. In 1983, if I purchased something for 250 bucks in 2020, $650. Wow. Yes. So multiply that times four weeks. Times four. 650 by four. You know, what? $2,500. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, about, it's about right. I don't know. Yeah. I It just... Incredible. Uh, I mean, if this is behind the curve too. This is like '83, so if you look back to like 1981, '82, uh, I mean, I don't know. Sure I don't want to get into the debate, but, but I've I've bought tokens and they are expensive. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> when you, f- you when you can fill an entire, you know, when you can get four thousand tokens into a coin bucket of a, a Miss Pac-Man machine, that's a right. that's a crap ton of money. It's not two hundred twenty-five oh, bucks. It's a thousand bucks at least. Yeah. So well, I remember. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Like, I I think this is this is probably towards the end of the the era, right? If we're talking in '83. Yeah. When did, when did Centipede come out? Yeah. 80, 81? I think it's eighty-one or eighty. Eighty-one. I think. Yeah. Well, she said it was eleven months uh, that it had come out, so they figured this video was either early 2003 or uh, uh 2000 oh wait 1983 yeah hey i've been drinking <laughs> good yeah i good. feel right at late 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 1982 is what they're saying in the yeah uh, so i mean that's it's fascinating to me because i've heard other stories about other games making way more money in just uh, under a week so i think that number is low actually well huh. yeah well, I know when I first my my first game was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you know the coin bucket and that thing's ginormous, right? Yeah, yeah. Like just deep, like, and I was on a bowling league, and we would play little game like poker games with depending on how many strikes and stuff you got, you'd get quarters and things. So I would end up coming home because I was at the time I was a decent bowler, and I'd I'd come home with a bunch of quarters, and I would just I'd, I'd use that as my piggy bank, and I maybe got like the bottom of that like this deep with quarters and i'm like you know what i'm gonna bring this to the bank and i it was like 350 bucks just yeah and that thing's like this deep yeah and i use that my tetris <laughs> but that's, that's, sweet. that's sweet i i actually got it from uh ross mackey you probably know who he oh, is oh yeah we everybody knows who ross mackey is i you know what uh, I gotta say, the first monitor I ever bought was from Ross Mackey, and I, I did not have any monitor work done by Chris Rhodes prior to buying that. From anyway, so Mark, are we on? Are we? On, are we yeah. Doing? Hey, we're. I have a question. Yeah. What is in the juke? 
welcome to What's in the Juke. This is this is the game that you've all been waiting for. We play just a few seconds of some song that came out in the 80s. And, and then we God get somebody, banned. Yes, hope to God somebody in the chat recognizes either the tie, the sub, yeah, either recognizes the artist or the song's title. If but you I- can guess... If you can guess half of that, you will get half a point. Half point. That's correct. If you can guess the the song and the artist, you get a full point. Full point. It's great. It's <laughs> awesome. So here we begin. Adam is at the controls right now, ready to play a tiny snippet of the song, hoping to God again that the people in the chat can answer Good. this. Because the people that are listening to... Yes, sir. The people that listen to the podcast have no chance of winning. Ah. <laughs> uh, should we give out prices? No. Yes. I don't have any prizes. Oh, look. I do. What do you have? Oh, to give somebody, out? Somebody's been to Hawaii. We have 50 pounds of Hawaiian chocolate. Are you going to give out? Are you going to give out some uh, chocolate tonight? So the top three winners tonight. Top three winners get chocolate. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, nice. chatters. As you heard, that you're getting some chocolate tonight. I'm gonna get some chocolate. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you some chocolate. <laughs> Get it up. Or <laughs> if this bastard doesn't call me back and tell me where he lives, you may get this in fourth place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just telling you right now, we're we're not doing any Rick rolling. We are we're largely a hair band uh theme tonight and the year is nineteen eighty nine. So let's eighty nine, but I thought this song was like way earlier than eighty nine. Here we go. That's why I picked it, dude. It's, it's a classic eight, it, early 80s sounding song, right? It is. It's very early. Uh, so that was the first clip. Uh, I might play a little bit more of that, but in the middle, maybe. You know. Okay, sure. Why not? Second chance. Holy crap. Look at that. Gabrielle. Gabriella 2383. Oh, I like her. Huh. We have a girl in the chat? That's right. And did, to, did Gleek uh, get uh, 38 so, special? Uh, Gabriella, nope. what's your phone number? What's your digits? Okay, okay, so this is good. We got Arcade Jason, Mike Gleek, and Gabriella all weighing in. Uh, Mike Gleek gets the 38 special, and Gabriella wow. gets the second chance. Am I right? You're correct. All right. Half point. Half point for both those people. Thanks for playing. The next song is... What do you think of that? <laughs> that's a that's a great awesome. intro. Oh my god! Oh my god! Mike Gleek is in with Bon Jovi. Mike Gleek is in for a full, full point. point. He wins both of those. Way to go, Gleek! Nice, nice work. Okay, next song. Everybody's gonna love this one. I know I do. <laughs> There's a whole lot of sampling in this. Just listening to this in the OR yesterday. Holy crap, everybody gets Def Leppard. Holy, I want to give a half point to everybody who said Def Leppard. Look at that. That's just freaking awesome. That's insane. Half point. 
I have, it's you just, get a Def Leppard. You get a Def Leppard. You get a Def Leppard. You get a Def Leppard. And Mr. Peabody get no, Gabriella. No, Brian Frober gets Rocket. He got, he got Def Leppard. Oh. And Rocket. Holy moly. I love Steve Merck. He says Aldo Novo. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Full point. Half, half point, point for somebody. All right. Mark, you keeping track? Brian got the full. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, Brian got a point for that. Boy, this song is a total 180 from all these other songs. Why did... I'm just saying. Wow. Holy crap, Steve Taki. Boom, erasure. And what a little respect, Steve Taki, full point. Am I right? Yes. Full point. That is awesome. Okay, next song. That's all I'm playing. I don't, I'm sorry. You don't. You don't need any more <laughs> oh my of that. God. Come on. Yeah. Right. If, if anybody doesn't get this, you're fired. Right. GNR is correct. GNR. Steve Taki's up in there. Then we got Eridice City. Mike League. I'm going to give him the other half point. I think <laughs> for both those guys. What do you guys think? Okay. Here we go. Next song. Oh, that's all. <laughs> that's all you get out of that one. Oh my gosh, 1989 was evil on the charts. I totally love. Oh, it's the American Top 40 with Shadow Stevens because Casey had quit by that time. Okay, so that's uh, yeah, Paul Abdul and right boom, up. that was Brian Frober. Ooh, it's good day, sir. Straight up, Mike Straight Leak. Up. Mike Leak gets out of. Right? Well, got that? Yeah. Okay. Half point. Half point for both those boys. Not bad. Fober and Taki. And Bleak Tide. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I love this song. So, you know, oh, I got a bonus track in here. I love that story. Sure. Mm. Let's do it. Okay, Gleek's in first place. Let me correct it. so classic yeah it's all sampled so we should not get nicked for this because the whole freaking song is like another song that is threading the needle isn't it right yeah. so brian frober tone loke the next yes. is wild thing mark caps is on the board with half all right mark caps yes good name half mark point. all right way <laughs> to go all right here we go this is a tougher one band from minnesota hit a big agree. in new york here we go it is useless to resist us Wait a minute, listen to this. Let's do can't it. Can't believe it for me. Now, now. It is useless <laughs> to resist us. They're very similar. Uh, it's relying on how- Steve. Oh my God. I can't believe people are getting this. I am in awe. Brian Frober is up in front with Information Society. The song is. Uh, Brian Frober cheats. Just, I don't know. <laughs> he, he's cheating. He's like using his freaking. He's got like yeah. Shazam. Well, Soundhound. Yeah, Soundhound, <laughs> which is my favorite. Uh, Soundhound, because I think it was the first one, right? I and then Shazam came later. Shazam. Shazam. All right, so we got a half point, half point. in the house for Brian Frober, and who got the song? Steve Taki. Steve Taki gets a half, half point. point. So All that's right, pretty Houston sweet. Represent. All right, here we go. <laughs> This might be one of my favorite songs ever. 
A cherry cherry cola, anyone? Yeah, yeah. Weird. You've never gone this far oh. into the 80s. Oh my, this is, I don't know, this is awesome. I to, this <laughs> is no, 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 I'm totally digging this, you know. So we got the look. Uh, Steve Taki uh, pulls out the look. Yes. Who, Roxette Metropolis? Metropolis got Roxette. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, dude, Metropolis is on the board with <laughs> half point. Brian has a faster internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> he how also. Many, how many? So we, we're at the last song, right? We are at the last song, but I put in another one just for fun. So let's just do 11 oh, tonight. Because nice. I'm, I'm clipping up. All right, here we go. Yeah, Steve Murky should get this one. Immediately. Mm. Yeah. Go, Steve. And it- yeah. Oh! Oh, that was a. Oh, that was he gave it away. Steve Taki gets both of them. Holy yes, crap! He does. Boom! He gets a full point for that shit. I'm telling you. All right, here we go. It's so funny. I keep looking at the chat, thinking, "Oh, I could get the. Why are people delaying so long?" And then I realize there's actually a, a lake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. One more time. There's a. There's like a six second delay. Like, okay. Seriously, people, you're slow. <laughs> <laughs> you well, suck. So it's- yeah, Steve Taki, you and I, buddy, we're we're buds. This one of the best bands ever. Ah, uh, yeah. Steve Steve Murky's in Mankato with like dial up, so let, we have to kind of forgive him. <laughs> he's down in Mankato, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's using like a hand generator or something right yep. now. So. Okay, here come, just for fun, we're doing one more track. Uh, this one in 1989 won uh, a Grammy for okay on and it, and actually. The prior oh, year, there God. was a Grammy given out for... Jesus, uh, I hope to God this isn't what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a Grammy given out for Best Rap Song in 1988 to uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, okay. but they wouldn't let them be on the air. They actually uh, they white out that shit, and they didn't get to play. So this is the first one that ever got aired, and here it is. Bust it. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, fuck this shit. This here's a champ for all the fellas. All right, that's I'm gonna get banned for that, but what the fuck? It's an awesome song. Okay, so we got Young MC, and the first person to get that was Netropolis, dude. You are in, and then uh, it was Bust a Move by Gabriella, twenty-three eighty-three. Gotta love that Gabriella check. All right, so you each get a half point. Half point. Good job. All right. So let me give you the rundown. Steve Taki is our winner with 3.5 points. Right. With 2.5 points, pulling up the second place rear is the Gleek. I'm, I'm disappointed, Mike. Disappointed. <laughs> yes, Mike. And believe it or not, Mike, you were actually tied with Brian Fober for 2.5 points. So it was, there was two of you back there. Oh, that's awesome. It's in third place, tied for third, Gabriella okay. and Netropolis. And then pulling up fourth place in the rear was mark caps good name mark yeah all right so one two and three i just gotta say uh first of all uh congratulations and uh we have some hawaiian chocolate that we're gonna give away to tonight and if you could email what's an email address the the winners can use the email address that winners can use is adam at arcade radio or mark at arcade radio whatever you want whoever you like best You know, arcade with an yeah. R. Yeah, and Brian doesn't have an address yet. We got to get him. In he it. doesn't. Uh, yeah. Who cares about Brian? But he's, he's the one that's he's... giving away the chocolate. <laughs> he <laughs> smells. But I ate him. We're, so... we're consulting yeah. for Brian. 
<laughs> anyway, just email Adam at ArcadeRadio.com, and that's R-C-A-D-E Radio.com, and uh, and you, we'll send you out some. And by the way, everybody, uh, 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 I am off tomorrow um, from my actual job, and so I am going to be sending out the magnets that were supposed to go out, like, you know, four weeks ago. So oh. I'm really sorry that they're late, but I have uh, padded envelopes. Everything's ready to go. Boom. And if you have not sent me your, your info, Adam at ArcadeRadio.com. Thank you very much. Which and means you have no excuse to not continue drinking. <sighs> I know. Oh, well, first of all, I think we need to listen to uh, the voicemails. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So tonight, uh, uh, it looks like we have a single voicemail in the queue. I can see it. Oh, that's a surprise. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like nobody calls us. <laughs> But if you wanted to Color call us, you, you, could, shocked. <laughs> you could call us, right? 612-548-GAME. GAME. G-A-M-E. What's the numbers for that? I'm going to uh, do it four, right now. 4263. But, but, but what I'm saying is, you could call us. Yes, you bastards. Call us. Yeah. And if you call Mother. us, we will screen the call. And if it's sexual, <laughs> I will call you back personally. Yes. <laughs> With his dick in his hand. Wait. <laughs> Is your mom really listening well, to this? I should definitely call sure as shit hope not. I'm going to be I, like, this is the most I've sworn or made sexual references on any show. You, you made me turn the penis light on. So I don't know what's that. Adam, I have, I have to thank you because you're really making me feel at home right now. All right. <laughs> jingle, jingle. You're, you're doing it for me. I know. Oh, let's see what Bob has to say this week. Here we go. Oh, goody. Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, everybody. It's your buddy, Bob Zarzadak, control panel expert and technician. And, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, remember last time I talked to you? <laughs> so, uh, so I was outside the airport, and then I jumped on top of all these, uh, these businessmen, and uh, it was a total success. Uh, I completely, I completely got it. So now I'm in the, now I'm in quarantine. It's great here because I got plenty of time to do whatever I want, as opposed to like usually when I have plenty of things to do what I want, but I'm okay. So that's cool for me. Uh, and uh, you know what I do regret though? I mean, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you now. Uh, I should have bought more toilet paper. I can't believe it. I usually keep two rolls here. And, oh, my God. I made a big mistake. This is just a complete underestimation. That's a month's supply. Uh, but now, you know, I've learned, thanks to YouTube, how to pick a lock in the uh, bathroom uh, and borrow toilet paper. You know, forever. But whatever. You know, it's, it's all right. You know, they don't miss it. Besides, I'm by that Walmart, and they have plenty somewhere. I don't know where they hide it. All right, so you guys have a good show, Jimbo Dini. I love your name. It's good. I like how it's all one name all together, Jimbo Dini. There's no space in there. Um, I love your song. Uh, I think that's all I have to say, all right? You guys take care. This is take care. Nice. Oh. Uh, th- thanks, Bob Runner. <laughs> Ooh, oh. What? Oh, what? What? Spoiler? What? No. I don't know. Hey. Uh, am I Mark Wahlberg tweeting shit? Oh, dude, that was the best. That was <laughs> the best conspiracy of all time. Tell me about what it, dude. That was. I uh, remember sitting in my apartment in Minneapolis, going, "We're <laughs> fucking with them. They're gonna like fucking cr- go crazy." <laughs> you just like 
you stole it. That that was um, and that went on for a long time. Yes, I remember that. Months. I remember that the yeah. the episode. But but right yeah. now it's not about it's not about no, our no. kids. So it's, it's about tonight. And here we go. That's the fanfare where we literally just uh, thank you again for being on the show, which we've done like 18,000 times. So, hey, Jim Bodini, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. It's good to be with the Minnesota crew. (laughs) All right. So the the natives. First of all, uh, let's talk about. Well, let's save. We got some stuff to talk. We've talked about a lot of stuff already. But uh, what's that? I said we have. It's been a fun show. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, it, you know, HD. So you have this thing called uh, Dicky Flicks. Tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got onto the YouTube bandwagon very early on. I think my channel started when I was in like in 2006, when it was pretty darn spanking new. And the reason why I joined it was because I want. Or originally, I just wanted a platform that I could share um, short films little projects I had done with family and friends. It was not, this was way before it's like, you can make money, you could do any of this stuff on YouTube. And so um, the reason why it's Dinky Flicks, because most of my videos were really short. They were, they were mm-hmm. short films, little, little, little tiny short um, movie, you know, clips, things like that. That, you know, back then YouTube limited your videos to 10 minutes or less. Jeez. So a lot of my, like I, I did these top 10 videos, you know, like 80s movies, kids movies, things like that. And I had to break them up into parts because they limited the video to 10 minutes. So um, so that's why it's Dinky Flicks is that that's where the name comes comes from. Excellent. And uh, and then over time, you know, with the arcade hobby and stuff like that, I started doing, you know, videos about our, the, that hobby. But it's still a mix. So I've got all kinds of videos. There's stuff about. Even the Cobra Kai TV series, where I like to talk about that show because I'm oh, a big cool. karate kid. Um, so there's they're all over the place. It's a big cluster mess. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Though. So so uh, and you are, you produce all those videos. You you do all the editing yourself. They're fantastic. But you also do some like uh, arcade how tos. Uh, recently, you did some uh, like how to how to output video from all your machines. And, you know, the, the troubles with uh, magnetic interference and not having grounding, things like that. It started up the issues that, oh, my God, like you don't <laughs> re- how finicky ground is an issue until you start trying to get a clean signal going into like an LCD monitor because <laughs> it's perfect. And if there's even like if you could blow on a wire and it's like, well, now I got artifacts, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, that was a very deep learning curve. In fact, I realized, and I talk about this in that video, that's probably the most detailed video I've ever done, by the way. But I talk about that, about how all my games worked perfectly, but by doing that project, I realized that half of them had incomplete or flawed cabinet grounding going on mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. I think it's a huge deal, too, especially if you're a home arcade owner. Uh, boy, I sound very Minnesotan all of a sudden. But uh, what, oh, what if, yeah. oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. If you're oh, like an arcade owner, you got to make sure oh, the yeah. ground is like. 
<laughs> seriously. So, uh, but I'm I'm with you. Uh, I mean, every game I get, first thing I do is go through, and if that they clip that ground plug, it's chopped off, and I put a new plug on it. Son of a bitch! Yeah. So, like that. That's like the 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 first point that I'll go across. But with this, I learned that it doesn't end there. Like it starts there, mm-hmm. but then. The, Power supply is a pivotal part of that. How do you have the how do you have the the frame ground, not field ground, the frame ground on the power supply? How's that? Um, if it's a Williams game, sometimes you need a jumper that with the with the regular ground in order to get rid of a Moyer yep. effect across. So there's so many little caveats with the grounding, and then it's, I had it's to do that on my joust. Of- I had to do the same thing on my joust. You know, like, yes, uh, I was like. And my Defender, actually. Both of them, when I first got them, uh, had grounding issues. And not just with, you know, the Moyer pattern and whatever else, but, like, the freaking control panel, right? If you don't have Moyer. A, if you're not grounded. I'm getting a Woody from just saying the word Moyer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you're not grounded properly, nothing ain't working right. So. Yeah, the, no. it's so touchy it's just amazing I, I i never would have would have guessed that um and and if you talk about games like miss pac-man where they do the ac to dc conversion on the board and then you've got the fuse block and you talk about humbar like uh i've, I've oh, i like, like talking about humbar <laughs> sorry sorry to me to interrupt you so Long-winded way of saying that uh, ground is so important when you're talking about streaming or ca- direct capturing uh, arcade stuff. Because the thing is, is that the CRT monitors are so robust, and there's they, they can they can take they're they're so forgiving. They can take a True. lot of of like weird signals and stuff yep. and make them into a nice picture. But when you want to take that into a, like a capture card, oh, if it's not perfect, you're SOL. So, which yeah. for everybody listening, SOL means shit out of luck. Oh, are we swearing? I've been really holding back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, I thought I've been I... PG. <laughs> you we... son of a bitch! What I've already hell? said shit, and I think I said fuck like at least once I, or twice. I, I, I oh thought, my god! I, 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 I want to go. Can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's like, totally. He's like, I mean, I'm drinking and I'm being like cognizant of like what I'm saying. Yeah. Jimbo That's a big word. By the yeah, no. uh, Welcome to season four, episode twelve of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is. Oh, I've grown (laughs) such more of of an appreciation for your show now. (laughs) (laughs) We 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 temper our our uh, language based on guest, and we know you pretty well. So, you know, but anyway, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, my, my next question has to do, you know, uh, with the hobby because, uh, you know, Dickie Flicks is pretty cool. And I, just by the way, check, you know, look up. Uh, how do we look you up? Jim Bodini? Do we look up Jim? Uh, how do we look you up? How do we find just you type in, You can just type in Dinky Flicks. Uh, okay. D-I-N-A-Y-F-L-I-X. X. Right. Uh, so or or you could do a Google search for just um or uh arcade streaming and my video should pop up pretty darn cool. There aren't many videos about yeah. um about like direct feed streaming arcade no. games. You might get in ghost, but that's about it. Now so uh 
interesting thing is uh, I met you a few years back. I think one of the first times we inter- interacted was at one of my parties. Thanks for coming out, by the way. And um, well, yeah, bad that we don't hang out more. I know, but it's really I know because you're not that far. But like, I'll fly in. I know, like, now it's easy. Right. So Mark, exactly. It's like eight bucks too for a flight. So, uh, but you know, Mark and you and I and a bunch of other people hooked up at a party a few years back at my house. And, uh, I remember talking to you and you didn't have like a huge collection at the time. I think you were, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you might've been dealing with like a rampage game at the time. No. So, um, at the time, I, was that 2013, 14, maybe I, I, I want to say is yeah, we yeah. All hooked up. Um, I was live at the time I was living with my ex-wife at the time, my wife and, um, all my games were in storage because we didn't have a lot of space. So I had not taken on many new projects and, uh, it was really interesting. Uh, she, at one point, she this we we'd been married for it was like a blink of an eye we'd been married for like a few months and she's like you know you don't seem too too happy and we started talking and I was like yeah I miss the hobby and stuff and we had a two bedroom apartment at the time mm-hmm. so we had a and, and the second bedroom was like an office area but that we rarely used so we had this extra space and she's like you know if you want to start if you want to do some projects and stuff if you want you know you bring your Miss Pac Man in here and stuff and she like opened up the floodgate. <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah and so way to go <laughs> so i brought i brought miss packman in i brought my mega touch in and then um i picked up two projects that uh the only the second time ever that i've done two projects simultaneously and it was um a marvel madness restoration yes and and my red tent wow. and i got wow. them both from this from the same guy um so i i i did that those games were in there, and then shortly after that, I came across uh, my eyes cabinet, and that's uh, that's another story. But um, uh, so that that's what like re-sparked my interest because at the time I had about eight or ten games, and they were all in storage, and it was just like I'd been so disconnected from the hobby because it's like if you're not involved with something, it's like well you you kind of you kind of lose interest uh, not lose interest but you're you're disconnected you're not in like you don't have your hands in something and so it's like yeah. you know um arcade outsiders was going on and uh grinkers was kind of happening and so my interest was kind of re-sparked but i didn't have any i didn't have my hands in anything so uh so it's it's difficult mm. but uh, so then you had your party and that was just as i was starting to get back into the swing of things oh interesting yeah, and that was super fun because I was like, uh, other than other than like Sean and like Chris Rhodes, I only knew like a very small amount of Minnesota collectors, and um, and it was um, it was so much more fun once I got to to meet a bunch of people and realized, wow, you know, there's there's this whole community, and we all have the same interest, and we're all cool folks, like like everyone gets along, like. Uh, Half of that, what like reinvigorated my interest in in the hobby was that there was, I get a lot of energy from other people. I'm an extrovert, so um, you know, just talking to other people gets me I totally, energized. I totally get that too. And then the interesting thing is too, we we had it such a good time that I, I remember that it was all, one of the best parties I have, I've had, and I've had a few, I've had a few so good parties. Uh, but uh, it's interesting to me is we have a Minnesota arcade pinball collectors 
group on Facebook. And I would have expected there to be like maybe 20 of us, right? Like, yeah. And there's 20, and I will say there are 20 of us that are, that know each other really well. Yes. But all of a sudden, this group is like, you know, 200 large or 150 it's large. It's like, where? And there are posts every day. I know. About I, like yeah. pictures up where I'm selling this or that. And I'm like, who? And people start friending me. And I'm like, who are you? And yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like, like yeah, so I'm going to friend. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> wait, social distancing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> the thing, thing I really like about the Minnesota crew, for the most part, is like you said, I mean, everybody, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that help each other. I, I, I get into, yeah. we get these like chats other places in the country and I kind of catch wind of things where, and there are a few like, you know, there's a little bit of drama comes up every now and then. But for the most part, it's a really good group of guys that like, you know, they're all looking for machines. If they get a good deal, they're going to take it. But I yeah. feel like if they don't get a good deal, they're emailing the other guys, posting up saying, hey, there's this deal here. And, you know, somebody go get it. Yeah. Yeah, pay, pay it forward. And um, uh, my one of my I don't know about you, Adam, but my the the first Minnesota collector that uh, that I have good memories of that when I was first. So I got into the hobby about 2004. And uh, oh, and I, I been a year before things. me. Way before me. I <laughs> well, was like actually, I started in 2002, but I I didn't. I signed on a club in 03, I think. Yeah. Right. I was 21. I was in college. I had just picked up a second job uh, as a wedding videographer. And, oh. uh, and finally, was I was getting some really good supplemental income. And on my little teenage bucket list was to own an arcade machine when I was a kid. But I didn't know how you go about doing that. But at the time, I was working for I, – I, I knew enough. I could. I was building computers, I and I was researching. And I'm like, wow, an arcade machine is basically a computer. I mean, yeah. essentially, you've got a motherboard. You've got a <laughs> monitor. Okay. I can figure this shit out. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Then, and then I discovered Klov. And that's why I joined Klov so early on. I was naive. Like Me too. So many people I know are like, I lurked on there before I – you know. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm just going to join. And um, but I didn't know where to buy games. This is like kind of pre Craigslist era, like and maybe Craigslist is out, but I didn't know about it. And uh, so the first thing I did was I started calling arcade spots that I knew as a kid, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese's and things like that, just to see if I could find a game for sale. And uh, the skating place in St. Cloud, Minnesota, uh, which is a roller rink. The owner there, that was back in those days where the owners of these places owned the arcade machines. No one was renting games or leasing them. There, there was no distributors. They were just buying out the games. And he's like, yeah, I got a few games that I'd be interested in selling. That's how I got my turtles. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> that's how I got started. Yeah, and that's great. Did you ever own, was, Did you ever own a Rampage? No, sorry. Okay. So it must have been turtles. I was thinking of. Yeah, and 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 coincidentally, my first project, my turtles, was originally. And now I, I, you know, if I, it's one of those things where you, if you could go back in time and change things and kick your own ass and that sort of thing, um, I the the turtles that I have was originally a four player desert assault. Interesting. Yeah, East game. Nice. And there's and I didn't realize how rare those games really are. I sold the board and stuff. I converted it to a turtles, which is 
very similar to a Konami floor player cabinet, except with the exception that the coin door has four slots. It's just one single door with four slots. The control panel is a little bit wider. Still has 25-inch Wells Gardner monitor. Um, but nowadays, I don't know of anyone other than maybe Galloping Ghost that owns a four one. And, and everything was in immaculate condition. Now if I go back in time, I kick my own ass. But uh, I converted it. It was a good learning experience because I learned about wiring. I learned about the power supply. I had to replace the power supply. I had to recap the monitor. That was my first recapping experience, which my soldering skills back then sucked. Yeah. Uh, amazed <laughs> the monitor worked. Um, How long, so, let me ask you a question. How long did it take you to buy a 3-1 Hacko? I still don't own one. No, you need to buy one. Are you kidding me? What do you use to I have, solder? Um, I have a, a Wells... I don't even know what the model is. Uh, it's cheap. It's it's a it's a hundred dollar soldering iron. Sure, sure. But it's not. Dis- and, you don't have a desoldering gun, right? No, I, I, I not a gun. Yeah. I, I have. I've been using the Radio Shack. Yes, the bulb, which is the intermediary. You know, what? you know what? That's worked. The only thing that that doesn't cover is um is the big <laughs> the giant stuff. I gotta tell you. Like if you're in a, uh, I'm back, telling you, Jim. You got to buy the 301 Echo. So I'll tell you, actually, so if you call Ness Electronics and tell them that you can find these, you can buy these from them in person down in uh, Burnsville. But we, I mean, we have these in the shop. When we first got these, when we first got these, I started desoldering everything. It's so much fun. I'm telling you, (laughs) I I did the same thing you did. I went from the, the stupid little. Spring loaded uh, sucker, yeah. To br- and I still use that on the giant parts, but for the most part, yeah, it's it's that it's that. I've used braid. Of- I've used braid. I've used, and I bought an off-brand uh, IUA, you know, Chinese brand solder sucker, which worked better than all that stuff. But the three hundred one, the Hacko, it cuts your job by about a fifteenth. I mean, you, I mean, like not it cuts your job by like by a. Like, like a three. Well, that's a terrible analogy, wasn't it? It's like a, just like a, a 15th. Well, yeah, it really I pretty mean, much doesn't do anything. Happen, no. no, I mean, it cuts your job down to a 15th of the effort. Oh, I gotcha. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Well, you know, the funny thing is that Carrie's got, she's got the fancy desoldering gun. She's got the, the, um, fancy soldering iron and, and nine times out of ten, she prefers to use the spring-loaded interesting. Solder solder. That's really interesting. That's just uh, that's funny. But, it, but she's really good with it. And I tell you so, what, like that's just what she's used to. The, ne- uh, the but, next Dinky uh, Flicks video, the next Dinky Flicks video should be, uh, we'll pick a a board, like a Williams board. Okay. And uh, let's have a, a desoldering challenge. Ah, well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'll have a no, hacko. Like, you you I, get your ball out, and let's see who wins. Before, before Radio Shack went out of business, <laughs> I bought up a bunch of their. Um, I have brand new in package their desoldering guns because they were like a couple bucks. They had them uh, yeah. all on clearance. I gotta and say, I have, I have all the tips to replace them. Yeah, um, it's just that's what I'm used to. I, the only time that I'm like, man, I wish I had something different was when I'm doing something that's like. A giant like a flyback or something like that, and then I have to use the solder sucker. The I, I got to tell you though, the, the Radio Shack bulb works really well. 
So and Chris it Rose actually does, and people give me shit, but I'm like, you know, this is twenty bucks. I have the yeah. the, the tips are a couple bucks, and yeah. I can still I can recap a monitor in under twenty minutes. Chris Rhodes used the bulb for many many years, and now he has a three hundred one Hacko. Yeah, well, Chris Rhodes is an animal. Yeah, um, that that's anyway, that fucker can take my I, he, he can take my guy. chassis, and in ten minutes have all the freaking caps done. You call Chris and you hear the hacko in the background and the ice clinking. Yeah. Ex- no. <laughs> oh, he is a captain guy, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He used to Chris, be just like a light a beer dude. Guy. He was, when guy. I um uh he he was the first person to reach out to me um through Clav. He actually called me up. He's like, call me. Uh, when I was uh when I got my Miss Pac Man in two thousand eight and mm-hmm. because and he gave me every bit of advice. Oh, I got a really funny. Can I tell this story real quick? Yes, absolutely. How I met him. So, so I had been talking on the phone with Chris uh, several times on the phone when I was doing my restore with my Miss Pac-Man. At the time, it was my best restore I've ever done because I did. um, He convinced me to do the vinyl overlay, not do the stencil. Um, Now, this was before good stencil, like. Yeah, no, 2008. Yeah, yeah. This is before a lot of this stuff was. So he he really hooked me up. He walked me through everything. He's like, "Here's what you need to do to repin this connector, to redo this fuse block." He walked me through everything. Super nice. I mean, you guys know Chris Rhodes. Yeah. Super nice. So, so he's like, uh, "My." He hooked me up with Miss Pac-Man with the with the artwork, and he's like, um, "Why don't we just meet up?" And at the time, Fud Records Fud Records was still around in St. Louis Park. My one of my favorite burger joints of all time. <laughs> it's not there anymore. But he's like, it's Let's a China Moon or something. Yeah, it's a Chinese buffet. Yeah, I'm surprised it's still around. But uh, so we we met up there on a Friday, and I had only heard his voice, so I didn't I had no idea what Chris looked like. <laughs> he's like, and in my head, like, <laughs> because he's got this, he's almost got like a southern Minnesota, like it's not, it's a Minnesota accent, but it's kind of almost southern. Um, <laughs> And and in my head, I had this I had this guy that was like a George Costanza of Seinfeld. Like oh, he Jesus. was like I had this he- this picture of this heavy set dude that was a little bit short, <laughs> stocky. And um and I get there, and uh yeah. and, and no one's around except this other this you know this look this guy and he's like size twenty nine jeans you know like little tiny guy, and he opens his mouth and he's like is that Jim, and I'm like. And I heard it, and his voice is like, Chris? And it's just like, and it was not the person I expected. You know, this this very slender, um, you know, like Joe Dirt almost, except he doesn't have a mullet. Like, 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 I did not expect that to be Chris Rhodes. And uh, it was, we had a, we had a blast. We had a couple of beers. We talked about games. Um, they had some games at Fuddruckers back then. Um, we just shot the shit and, uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people in the world. Like he's, he's the best. So it was just so funny. Well, come on, George, I'll help you push it across. Wait a minute. This looks familiar. This reminds me of something. I can do this. By yourself? Jerry? I've been preparing for this moment my entire life. (laughs) What the hell is this? Hey, 
The George Costanza Frogger episode. Uh, you brought him George. George. You know what's funny? About, you know what's funny about that? I just discovered um, a really good interview with uh, um, Jason Alexander, who oh, played really? George. Yes, and it's and and they're unlisted on YouTube. But if you find there, if you do a search for this, it was. Um, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's an interview with him. It's from, from 2013. You can find little clips of it, but in the description, there's the full interview, and they're all listed on YouTube, but the links are there. And he talks about his whole career, and and my God, that, uh, that guy is so smart and articulate. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, he goes into depth. It's like a two-hour interview just about Seinfeld. He's talking about just Seinfeld yeah. for like two parts. Well, it's like 10 Super- years of his life, or 14 yeah. years of his life. But but he is such an accomplished actor. You you listen to his interview about like how he got into Broadway and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Like I have such more respect because like of the Seinfeld characters, George was like my least favorite. But now I have such a more more of a respect for him as an uh, actor. He's, and uh, he's the most so, despised. So check for that sure. out on YouTube. And and he's on uh, Miss Maisel now. <laughs> is oh. he really? Oh, is he? Uh, he is. Uh, the dad's friend at the beach. Oh man, Craig is awesome. Yeah, so hmm. re- really great. I mean, he's he's a he's an, a phenomenal actor. So uh, and and I've been watching comedians in cars lately too. So I'm totally like, oh, don't get me started on that because I that that's made me disrespect uh, Jerry Seinfeld a lot more. Oh, Jerry, uh, come on. Is that because of his homophobic views and his sexist uh, sort of? No, no, it's because of his pompous attitude about he's better than everyone else, and everyone oh. owes him a debt for being. Yes, so fuck you guys. Fuck yeah, you all. that's right. We like like he when he interviews people on that show, he asks questions so that they ask him questions so that he can answer his own questions. Yep. He does. He's not doing it to be nice like <laughs> to the other people, and it just pissed me off because I liked him as a character. Like I wanted to believe that. That he was kind of similar to his persona on the show. I kind of, and I kind of maybe at one time he was, but it's not the way he is now. No, it's I, not exactly. But Larry David is exactly like yeah. his character. <laughs> Larry David is not giving up. Anything. Oh my god! One of the favorite, like my most favorite things about Larry David to do on on YouTube is to look up. Uh, the compilations people have put out about him playing George Steinbrenner on Seinfeld. Yes, George, come in, come in. I heard you're a communist. You know, like all that stuff is so freaking funny. It's all him. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's funny. So while we were talking, I've been texting John Jacobson, and he's busy. So he's not going to join us, but we got really close. So I just want to let you know from. Well, we need to give him a corner spot. Well, well, Mark, do you remember the, the hangout days that you were a frequent person? I did. He was on. He was on. He came on twice. I got him in there both times. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you carried your weight. I don't know what he's doing right now, but it's it's not. He's it's not, not drunk not. as parents on Thanksgiving. I guess That's not. One. Yeah. No. Hey, can, Canadian Bart's on too. We missed him. We he Bart seen. Chris. I yeah. mean, he has a name, so <laughs> he's also got his own translator app from from. Oh I've yeah. Been told oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, I need another cocktail. Uh, I know, I know, we're nearing the end of your uh, allotted time, but uh, we are. So I think we should do another. I, hey, chatters, what do you? Should we go another fifteen twenty? What do you think? Just give us a little huh, thumbs 15. up. 
I mean, it's t- tonight's my Friday, so I don't. I mean, care. everybody's yeah, saying, and we're quarantined. I don't have to, you know. Correct. Right. Mike Galeek says, "Sounds like Trump," and I'm like, uh, "How do I apply that?" <laughs> That's a can sh- of worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad emailed. So, oh no, not to get too political. My dad emailed yeah. me uh, an onion. Do you guys like onion? Yeah, I love yeah, the onions. Love, the love it. Okay, so he emailed me uh, how Trump's Trump's. <laughs> idea they're you know their fake article about how his way of of stimulating the economy is to send everyone uh instead of money send them all an eight by ten signed <laughs> portrait of him <laughs> and, and i just lost it i was laughing my ass off and it's this long article you know the onion they go they go all out and it's like it's worded really well and it's all about it's something you could almost believe if you didn't know it was coming from the onion um and it was yeah all about this is how this is going to stimulate the economy because these eight by ten autograph pictures are worth so much money you can sell them for you know x amount of dollars it was just it was hilarious. That is great. <laughs> All right, so nice. normally uh, this is where we'd be signing off, but we're gonna we're gonna go on a little longer tonight, guys. So uh, bonus, Bodini, get yourself a drinkini. And uh, uh, Mark, are you are you fueled up here? Are we good to go? It's, I I have a half of a martini right now. All right, and, let's. And oddly enough, I still have a St. Arnold's uh, pumpkinator. Oh, and then, from like October. And, uh, Oh damn! Yes, and even that—a wooden spoon, dark chocolate, oh, is- pie. And, and Brian, Brian, you're going to do a couple of shots of chocolate. Uh, is that what I understand? Uh, so, you know, I like—I wish I could be drinking now because I just said week. chocolate. Oh. You're like Hawaiian chocolate. Just I eat can it. Go get some. The go man is a surgeon. I mean, he's just—he cuts people's legs off. That's what yes. he's got well, not, That's what he does I haven't for a done living. That in like three weeks. Yes. All right. All right, guys. Uh, I'll be right back. It's great. You, all right. This is a station break. Uh, Jim's going to get a, a cocktail. Uh, this is KOR Studios and Arcade Studios. Radio. Yes. All yes. right. Acapulco. Ah. Yeah. Goonies never say die. Uh, I'm actually completely out, so I should probably get something. But let's think of – okay, so we have, we have not talked we, – we're totally off script. We have not looked at the notes all night, which is great. Uh, let's pick three three questions for Jim when he comes back. Well, let me go look through the chat. So let's see. Natropolis asks, why aren't we grilling the doctor on COVID questions? There is – well, I mean, I guess <laughs> well, First of all, a he's doctor, a freaking orthopedic surgeon, which has nothing yeah, to do with that. Natropolis, you have there not you actually asked any actual questions. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm all. just gonna put my I'm gonna put my thing up and I'm gonna go and get uh, a drink. You guys think of a question for when Jim comes back, and then we'll how's we'll do that, right? I right. can do a station break. I can wander around the uh, the uh, shop. I need a snack too. I'm like ready for I, a I snack. Love sna- I love the shop. Um, go for, yeah, a tour. Brian, take let's do a tour. Let's do a tour of the shop. Yeah, can you find my are my games over there? Actually, yes. Can you hear what? me? What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just I just unhooked the uh, I just unhooked the microphone, so it must have flipped to the thing. I'm gonna put this on the back microphone, and while we're in a station break, we're gonna go for a wander around the shop. I love it. So let's see here. All right, here we go. Everybody ready? All right. Here. Uh, uh, okay. What? What happened? Whoops. I just, I don't see I'm video at all. Hold on. 
I just see your icon now, so let me... Uh, Let's see. There we go. Is it up? I don't see... Oh, wait, yes, I see something. Okay. Here we go. Walking towards. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, this is this giant Sega Strike Fighter. It's actually people. a lot of fun, but... Yeah. This thing sucks to move. Uh, moving over here. So this is like our repair area. There's a crazy taxi because I have this obsession with cockpits, a Star Wars cockpit and a Mach 3 cockpit. The Mach that. 3 is now working. And this is one of the funniest modifications I've seen to a Big Blue. Who's that man? That's just, that's just <laughs> awesome. He looks really scared. More Hydra Thunders than should ever be in one place. Nice. We, we should start burning them. And then moving over here, we're going for a little tour. Here is the Hawaiian candy stash. There's like a little bit here and here, then bags of it here and here. Is this where uh, shipping occurs? Uh, this is somewhere? this is this is the shipping area. Yep, this is okay. where the orders get packed. Okay. Yep. You can see uh, some of the fun stuff over here. That is the uh, platinum album from Steve Smith that he gave us when we picked up the journey. Which actually, I will, because a lot of people probably haven't seen this. So I will give the quick, I normally wouldn't run over here, but just so everybody can see it, as we'll show it off, the journey, journey's journey. So that is actually the journey Legendary from journey yeah. signed by the band. So right. anyways, moving along. Can I interrupt here. you for a second and ask you a question? Of course. Um, I've been looking for a very long time now. The last game that I can fit into my collection, I've, I've wanted a, a big blue, maybe it was a second generation cabinet, the one with the Q sound with separated uh, speakers, prefer, like preferably a, the, the thin marquee, but if it's the, the one that's got the detachable marquee, basically. I think, um, hold on. There may be one back here. <laughs> So what people need to remember is like a lot of the games here are a mix of my games and then Updown's games. So we repair stuff for Updown. This is the Indiana Jones I just picked up. That oh, side art is original. Which but is we can't just... see anything. Wow, that's not faded at all, dude. No, it's unbelievable how nice this this cabinet is. Oh, look at him. So all right, look at him. <laughs> yeah. Snowball in the middle of the packing section. And here, there's no video, you guys. But, but we see it. Why, I uh, see it. Why didn't they see it? Because uh, it's on Skype, but something happened. No! You are not fix you're, it? You're not broadcasting. I see it perfectly. Their chatters don't. Did, he, did, did his feed change? Like, you have to, like, go find a different feed or something? Let me try this. Oh, this is... I, I do see that. I do see on the chat it just says the Skype no. symbol. Murky hates audio tours. Well, Murky, get your ass up here. Hmm. Is that did that do it? Did that go through? Well, we, have to ask, well, we, have we, to ask we can Adam. see it, but for some reason on the on the actual um, YouTube feed, it's not there. My Adam. YouTube is so delayed. I, I blame Adam because yeah, I, I blame him also. Adam's eating because. some kind of a chocolate bar in his mouth. I, here, I can, hey, you I guys! Can. You guys! At least we put, play a disclaimer on our show that there's going to be eating, chewing, yeah, chewing, uh, <laughs> talking to John Jacobson, like, like making slewed remarks, swearing, like obscenities, I'm, fart I'm jokes. Tex I'm texting yeah. right now. He's a lot of bathroom humor. It's no. not going to happen. All right, we're all eight, we're all about eight years old on our show. Can everybody see that? So my my like uh, the funny thing is my. YouTube video is about 
10 minutes delayed. Literally, 10, 15 minutes delayed. Nobody so can see. Nobody, everyone just sees a big S. If you're a, a, you should try disconnecting and reconnecting. It's very right. uniform, though. It's a very nice blue. It is. All right. Let me, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up. All right. I'll do it. All right. I now mean, that I we see. got rid of Brian, maybe John yep. can come on. <laughs> what a sub that would be. I, I know, right? I, I sent the, I sent the link out to John, but don't. It, it's going to definitely take multiple times before he joins in. <laughs> oh, he's not. I'm sure he's like oh, freaking his John. living room. He's like, I'm not joining. Fuck <laughs> you. I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> you know, he's been so disconnected as it is. Um, I think he likes it. Oh, I don't doubt that. I mean, I mean, he's shit, like that's a lot of less work, and I don't have he to can talk. live his life exactly. You don't have to you don't have to put on a persona. Like you can just live your life, be happy with you your family. You know what's funny about that persona? When whenever I would, I remember one time I'm driving to Best Buy to buy like another memory card or some something, and and, I, and I'm sitting next to him. and I'm realizing this dude is the dude. I'm like thought that I thought this was the persona, but this is just like literally him. And so. I was like, oh man, no wonder everybody is like into it. But he he's like a caricature. He's he's definitely yeah. he's a an, an unusual personality and uh, you know, it you don't find that a lot. And that's kind of like probably why we're all like weirded out. I it reminds me it's a bad it's a bad comparison, but it kind of reminds me of Howard Stern. Like if you ever yes. watch like like <laughs> yeah, private parts where he's talking Howard and he's Stern. like he's so inconsiderate and all of a sudden WNBC. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My wife loves Howard Stern <clears throat> and I and I feel like if I ever was able to talk to Howard Stern, exactly the same thing. He has his you know, his like radio persona or whatever, and then he has his We're own off air. Yep. Exactly. And it's interesting, uh there's a comedian cars with Howard Stern and he's pretty That's great. Pretty brutal to Jerry, which I like. Yeah, he liked that. Yeah, he's also so brutal to himself, though. Like, mm. so it's hard. It's hard. It's very difficult to be like, "Wow, you suck." When all he's doing is like poking at himself. Sure. But then he knows. But I think that's that can kind of be a facade too. He, he knows his shortcomings. He's in therapy. Yeah. He's cheated. Yeah. Yeah. He's and he and he loves his wife. Well, at least oh, that's what it seems like on TV. Right. Hmm. Who he but does not refer to so, as pig vomit. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. And Brian is totally checked out now. No, I'm, I, I'm here. Who earns? Here's, oh, no. What? what? You went you from having a pseudo feed to no feed to we can hear you. Now you right. can't see me? This is bizarre. Like, I literally have been showing. <laughs> oh, wait. I double clicked on. There he is. There you are. I, I had to double click on your little. I mean, Mark, can you, ooh. I mean, you can see, see this, right? I see your back. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. But, but still no one in the YouTube. Something's, wait. Up, something's up here. Yeah, you're not hold You're on. not on anymore. I got I to gotta back up here. Hold on. I blame Adam. Okay, I see. I didn't do I shit, and you're in a, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I see a cool, a space, oh, oh, yes, space, yeah. <laughs> I can't speak. <sighs> Yeah, uh, maybe time to wrap yeah. this oh, no, crap up so we, something. you know, because we're not Some getting a door of paradise or a gate tonight. 
Well, I'm sitting. Uh, you know, we can we could harass. Uh, we could harass. Uh, well, you no, know, Brian, you're like you're like you're like 15 minutes from me. Just come over here. No. <laughs> I mean, there's a tail gunner two back here somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Lies, Brian. Come over here and bring that uh, big blue cabinet. You know? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Where's the? Yeah, wait, wait. The big blue. I was gonna I... check. No, I do not have the detachable speaker. One. It's the ah, one. Okay, because that, that's the one I want for Super Turbo for Street Fighter Super Turbo. Except, no. Wait, right. something happened. Did you guys see that? Coverage. Oh, we see him on YouTube. No, he's he's there. What happened? Oh, but now he's at four frames a second. I'm back. There. Yeah. Now he's on. <laughs> I didn't do anything. And now he, and he's frozen on YouTube. Well, now he's back. Oh no, there he is. <laughs> I'm back. Damn. damn. This is so well, weird. Well, and now that's the end of the show. Good night, everyone. Wait, now you're, you're back to where you were. What happened? We didn't even see anything. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, there to do was it all like, over now. there was like the, six major havocs back there. There's like a couple of iRobots well, well, in the bubbles. corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do a new segment of the show called Personal Questions uh, from the audience. Uh, chatters, uh, ask us. Uh, a chatters ask us a question if they want to about our personal lives and we will answer individually. One question. Oh, yeah. I, I will Full I will get in here. Size, inches, girth. Best comment. Wait a minute, we didn't even talk about eyes yet. Distance. We didn't even Okay, first of all <laughs> before we do that, we haven't even talked about your world record on eyes. So quickly, what's your world record oh, on eyes? We gotta do that. Twenty well, well, officially it's twenty six million. Twenty six million on Arcade. Yes. Okay. Which At- also beats Twin Galaxies. Yeah. Twin Galaxies point three million from nineteen eighty three. Wow, that's amazing. That was and- from Rugi. I, I actually have it up here because I knew you guys were going to ask me this. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, By the way, he's a, there- a world record holder. In case you, you didn't know. On a game that no one cares about. I love Eyes. It's one of the coolest well, games ever. I have great fun. Like the whole, the story about how I got interested in Eyes is is another one. That's that's another. Well, tell, that's us, tell us. Yeah, story. you got to tell us. Tell us. Let's do um, it. So I had no idea what the what the hell Eyes was. You know, 2013 or whatever. But um, Sean was having his annual arcade parties. And so I went out to his place. Uh, I want to say it's 2014, maybe. And he had just finished restoring his eyes cabinet. He had it there. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is basically Pac-Man. You know, it's a clone of Pac-Man, basically. It's a maze game. Uh, but you have this little fire button. Well, little did I know that you add a fire button and the whole thing changes and it becomes an addicting game and super, super, super fun. Um, so I played it basically. All night I played that and I played his punch out all night and um, I, I just couldn't get enough of it. And afterwards I was like, man, this game is so much fun. I'm never going to find an eyes like who's going to find it. Who's going to find a rock hole eyes? They're just not. They're super crackheads for sure. <laughs> so something the planets aligned. It was like the most fluke thing ever. Do you guys remember um, there was. I forget the guy's name, but he tried to open it up in an arcade uh, called Hidden Treasures. Hidden Treasures. Yes. That would be Nate Block. Okay, thank you. I was there. Uh, it was for a soft opening, and I had eyes cabinet popped up. 
it was on Craigslist. I'm like, what? And they were asking 300 bucks. It was a working eyes game. I immediately emailed the dude and um, I might, the cat was in rough shape, but it was working. And I'm like, how about 200 bucks? I, sh- I should have just spent $100, but I, uh, he responds right away. And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, is it $300 firm or what? He's like, you need to come up here and look at it. So I go out there, and it's the most—it's one of those notorious, sketchy, almost like a drug type stories of Craigslist. Mm. I go out there. He's got the cabinet in his garage. He has it powered up. It's working. And I'm like, so what's what's the deal? And, and he's like, he's he uh, proceeds to tell me the story of this. It belonged to his cousin who had committed suicide, and now he has no no need for the game. It's just been sitting here collecting dust, basically. And and I'm like, well, you know the you know it's pretty the, the notorious Rockola games. The team molding slots, everything's been swollen. It's 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 in rough shape. So again, I offered two hundred, and he's like, well, how about two fifty? I'm like, all right. But the problem is, is that I drove in there with my Toyota Corolla. I had I'm no truck back then. Mm-hmm. I just came up there to look at the game, and uh, so I'm like, all right. Well, here's the how about I pay you right now? Here's the cash, and I'll just come pick it up a different day he's like all right so he takes me into and their house is no bigger than a trailer house like a trailer park house hmm. he brings me in there and his wife's there and she hand writes me a receipt saying here you bought this basically <laughs> so i come back there the next day with my buddy with his truck and he's like and he texted me and he's like yep just come on in um i'm not gonna be around but the um but the door will be open so we go there and there's eyes, and it's all ready ready to go. He had pushed it up to the door, but no one's around. So we just load the game up and drive away. It's a weirdest experience ever. But that's how I got it. And uh, the, the exciting thing for me about it was when I got around to restoring it, I discovered that it was originally, uh, it was a factory conversion. It was, um, uh, I wish I had the cabinet behind me, but my cabinet is basically, it was a, a um jump bug cabinets uh completely blue and but and uh it had the generic rockola side art on the sides and when he peeled it down when i when i peeled it away it was jump bug jump bug artwork underneath it but what gave it away as a factory conversion was when i opened up the cabinet um there was an eyes board in there no hacked wiring whatsoever it was it was eyes wiring and the manual was still in the Manila Manila envelope, eyes manual, and then the serial tag was an eyes serial tag. So, uh, so it was a complete Rockola factory conversion. Uh, normally, an eyes cabinet just has black uh, kick plate, just solid black, and it's and it's just got the gen- generic Rockola side art. So, the, to me, that was even better because if you look at the eyes artwork, it's all that same jumble. Of- bug blue that cabinet should have been blue all around they never should have done black on the kick plate so it was very i was pretty happy so i restored that i did the i did gloss white laminate on it um i fixed up the t-molding slots uh that had been stapled to hold it together um 
it was a Frankenstein mess, but it was one of my best restorations. And, uh, and now it's got a bit kit in it too. So I've got the Rockola board in there and the big kit. Uh, but I always, if I'm going to play eyes, I play the bit kit because it's got the, the eyes 99 mod in there that saves high scores all the way up to 99 million points. <laughs> so, nice. That's cool. Yeah. It, it's fun. So, so long winded way to bring it around. That's Sean's party is what got me hooked on it, and that's what what uh, got me into going for world records. What did it. you get your world record? 2016 Brinkers four. I remember that well. And you're still holding. That was my that was my second attempt with Clint waiting. I felt bad because the first time I tried was at Cax yes. uh, the the summer before, and on, on and I don't want to make a lot of excuses but i was playing it on a non-original cabinet with a different with a micro switch joystick um and it just it, it didn't feel as as good i couldn't get past like 16 million and clint was there the whole time i did like two or three attempts so when they came to grinkers i was like if i don't get the world record i'm going to be so bad for clint because he's sitting there for three four hours right so uh quick question yeah uh, you played at Cax, you played at Grinker's, and you've made a f- couple of attempts at home. Yes, maybe uh, a little fun spot, but never, yeah. topped, but never topped the Grinker's score. Well, I on my own, I have. Okay, I've done it. I've done it three or four times. My best score is actually on my YouTube channel. Um, I did forty-one million, and that doesn't count. You can't submit that anymore. I don't. Even if I could, I don't really want to because there's something about having the live experience. Um, sure. And I've talked to Clint about this, but um, I've done I've done 31, I've done the 36, and then I did the 41 million. Um, and the 41 million point score actually came before I officially got the world record, so I knew I had the potential. I could do it, um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now with Cheyenne. I want to do the world record on Cheyenne. Oh, cool. Uh, but um, Again, that's uh, I need to I need to have Clint or someone from Orcade invest their time. Are you? I just don't trust Twin Galaxies anymore. Sure. Um, for for a variety of reasons, we don't need to get into that. Nah. But I just don't trust. They've changed hands a bunch of times too. So uh, so like, um, are you are you good at Paperboy too? I suck at Paperboy. Okay. Not, uh, I, don't, I don't and I don't own one, but uh, I'm terrible at the game. Yeah, I hate um, that game. And there's a lot of games I own that I'm terrible at too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, despite what the what people think, like if you own a game, you can still be terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got uh, one back so there. You got Tasmania. You got Gapless. You got Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I just finished uh, revamping my bit kit on Eyes uh, to any because it's a four way game, four way joystick, and I don't want to replace a joystick so everything in there is a four-way game that right now but i've got um in my storage unit i've got a, a warp warp project i've got the original cat i got everything to restore it original power supply that's going to be my eight-way bit kit game nice so that's my plan but yeah uh, so i've got um and i know you guys can't see this but your oh, bit kit your bit kit uh experience eyes on the bit kit versus say the 98 and one or 96 and one whatever it is Versus original hardware. 
I've only played the one on 96 and one back when it was brand spanking new to eyes. So I can't, yeah, I can't. I mean, because I, I, I actually think it. that that probably runs as true as possible because it doesn't, it uses the original board. Uh, so if yeah, it's, it's based off Pac-Man hardware. So, yeah, so it should yeah. run like perfectly. And the bit kit and is. It's spot on. Excellent. I, I can't tell the difference between the two. Yeah. Like if you had booted up the game and I just walked up to and the and uh, I played it, I'd be like, "Oh, that's original hardware." And you're like, "Well, it's a bit kit." Like I can't tell the difference. Yeah, Tim McVeigh says the same thing about Nibbler. So that's great. That's more. You know, He's we just cr- had Aaron on. Aaron, two weeks Aaron ago. is amazing. He's yeah. done, and the support he provides it's oh, so good. Anytime yeah. I'm like, "Here's a little thing," like I like here's something with the score, or here's this, and like. It seems like a day later, he's like, it's fixed. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a madman. I told him, I said, I put it in my Miss Pac-Man machine. I said, the, the sound's not right. And um, I told him what I thought. And, you know, he made modifications. You know, three months later, it's he's got a new you version. you say that about the sound, because that was my first criticism about eyes on the big kit, was that it was too tinny. The yeah. sound was too tinny. Didn't have enough bass. Enough bass. Yep. And he fixed it just like it was just like that. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and the and the new Bluetooth kit, I just got mine in the mail last week. Oh, damn. That's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm super excited. I'm going to put it in my Pac-Man machine. And uh, that's going to become my new uh, Bluetooth bit kit. I, I'd lo- I love the fact that you get to sit at the couch and do your updates. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's even yeah. I mean, I still am am tickled by the fact that I can just like pull up a, a chair with my laptop, even with the hired wired, and because yeah. I have the USB cord dangle right in the coin box, so I can just open up the coin door and plug it in. But even <laughs> but now with that bit with the with the new version, it's like it's even easier. Yeah, it's so cool. Like he like. It's so awesome. Carrie comes over and she loves to play. There's so many games on there. I like Anteater. Like, there's so many fun games on there. That's why I used to have it boot straight to eyes. Now I don't. I just have it boot to the menu because, yeah. like, there's so many times where I'm like, huh, I'm going to play this game. I've only played like twice, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's just great. I mean, and, and they're obscure games, but they are fun. Oh, super fun. Yeah. Beastie Feastie is still like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you <laughs> could play that game all day. There's a whole episode on Arcade Outsiders from a few years back about uh, Glob, and Beastie Feastie is is the perfection of that. It's so good. I've got my it's Beastie so Feastie much. cocktail. Nice. <laughs> oh no, he's frozen. Are you sure, Brian? Because your eyes are clear. now it looks now it looks like so, me on oh, the no, Nolan Bushnell. Like Bush he's he's falling asleep. Oh, but the opposite. <laughs> We're both Nolan Bushnell is like smoking like what like marijuana. Who knows? But so, so like all you guys are frozen on my screen. I can't figure this out, and I have no video feed of myself. So you sound I don't great. Know what Skype you sound doing great. I don't know. It's Skype, messed up. Skype doesn't like you. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I feel unwanted. I didn't even get to show Jason his tail gunner too. Very sad. Uh, well, listen. Uh, We've gotten over tonight, and I appreciate your time. I'd love to have you on again soon. Uh, I love being with the Minnesota dudes. It's yeah, fun. this has been great. Uh, and we need to, you know, maybe we'll we need to get, just get together again. Yeah. We should we should maybe do like Agreed. a couple, you know, during Corona. Maybe we could do a weekly. 
Right. You no, know, it's funny because we were just talking about that in the hangout. We're we're half joking, but I'm almost thinking that it might be a thing uh, where it's like you know if we're all working from home, yeah. If all quarantined, why don't we do at least two shows a week? See, you know? I could, <laughs> yeah, I could, I could do one a week. Uh, maybe maybe we'll up per game. We'll have to ask. We'll have to ask about the you know the chatters what they think you know. But I if we could get twenty five people in the chat every week, I'd love that. I think it's super fun that's to a, hang out with so everybody. Fun. That's that's why I've I've been um, thinking about streaming more frequently be, because chats half the fun. Yeah. Um, I did good. I did Goonies last Friday. That was. Um, I gotta do. I want to do. I want to do versus <laughs> Castlevania. Um, yeah, streaming games is so much. Arcade games is so much fun because uh, I turn on with <laughs> uh, with, with restream. You can turn on. It's basically like a Siri voice. <laughs> so anytime someone posts in the chat, it's vocal. It's like <laughs> oh a God, Siri. Be, I would love that. And that... so it's like I'm reacting to that. Yeah, oh, it's so much fun. Sweet. So I, I want to do more Red Tent games. Um, I've got more games. Uh, I can do BitKit. I can do whatever. Jim, but, you um, and I need to get together and talk about producing because I would love to trade soundboards and get tips. That'd be freaking awesome, dude. I I could I could compress all my sounds into a zip file and just send it to you. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be great. Fun. I'll do the same. Yeah. I've got a ton, so you can have Absolutely, them all, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, we're we're right in each other's backyards. I know. Basically. I could I could you know. Uh, what I'll do is I'll come to your backyard and drop the thumb drive off in, <laughs> in your backyard. <laughs> I'll grab it with latex gloves. <laughs> yeah. Put it in your UV. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. That just erased everything. But yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And now we killed Brian again. No, 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 no. I'm back. <laughs> Stop thinking, Brian. Damn I'm it. back. <laughs> Ryan, oh, I'm going to hit you up for that for a, for a big blue cabinet, though. I feel like you're the best resource. He might have some. I, I well, I have the one, just not the one with the uh, with the detached uh, top. But they do come <laughs> around sometimes. That is one that I see, and I I I do bump into them. <laughs> ah, all right. So, uh, Jim, stick around after the show. We'll have a official right wind up. Uh, but this has been. This has been fun, dude. This has been a yeah. good time. So, uh, this is our our outro. Does everybody have their cues up, ready to go? Uh, my tab is up. Go. All right, because this is this is the time on the show when I say, you know, thanks for listening on the Double R's, the Arcade Radio. Like us at Facebook.com, <laughs> Arcade Radio, or check us out on the semi-regularly upgrade, up updated. Blog at Arcade Radio. That's R C A D E R D I O dot com. Yes. Call and leave us comments. Who's that man? Call and leave us comments on the game line. 612548 game4263. S4263 in case you can't spell. I'm sorry. Just subscribe on our channel. <laughs> yeah. In my weekend condition, <laughs> I can take a notification bell so you know when we're streaming You like that, Adam? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> Ryan, you're next. Yeah. I hit subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click on the notification bell. It's right there. So you know when we're streaming live. <laughs> you can also subscribe to our podcast on Arcade. Oh no, wait, Anchor FM. Yeah, I t- 
Google <laughs> Play. Drink every week. <laughs> and wherever podcasts are streamed, we are about ten pot, maybe twenty podcasts. Bomb. You're a little bit behind us. <laughs> yeah, so fine. that's going to be, be it for the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> From everyone, our K Radio team, we hope you had a great time, and we'll see you on the next episode, which could be next week if everybody agrees. Maybe. All right, here we go. I can drink next week. <laughs> All right, yeah. I wish I was. I'm going to have a crotch light <laughs> next week. Is that it? Oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh.